Weird Mythic fam, thank you for tuning in to the podcast, Weird Mythic Podcast with me, Naomi, as your host. (laughs) I'm still ever so grateful for anybody still listening, the continued support, just everything. I appreciate it. Trust me, I see it when when people are like, oh, I got a new download, even if it's just one. Uh, You have no idea how much that makes my day. Well, it has been a wild week for me to say the least. Been going through some personal stuff, uh, you know, love life changes and figuring out what it is I want in life. And also just telling myself, you know, you need to kind of figure out the future, I guess. And I hate that. I don't want to think about the future. I'm one of those people who's very much in the now, having fun in the now, doing things I want to do in that moment not necessarily spontaneous, but if there's something fun going on and I could do it now, I'm going to do it. I don't always think about what could be happening in the future or what I could be needing in the future. So I've really been trying to focus and figure out what it is I need for myself for the future. So I am also going through not just love and personal changes, but career changes at this point. And it's a good change. I'm going to really miss the people I currently work with. One of the best offices I've legit ever ever worked with in my life, the people, the way the company ran everything. Honestly, I just really loved it. Really wish I could have seen myself moving up in that business, in that company, but there, there was no room for movement for me, unfortunately. And I'm possibly getting another job in two weeks. And I have a, you know, interview for another position next week. So everything is going in the right direction. Just a matter of me getting that job. And then my next focus is pretty much I want a union job, guys. I I need to be somewhere that's not always in the private sector. I'm in Sacramento. Maybe I should do something in the state and get a union job. More security that way. Things are changing in this world. The economy sucks. Get a union job. Be prepared for that. And if you do happen to lose a job or lose a source of income, I hope that everybody has a fallback because that is something I do not have. So <laughs> that is something we all are we all need to learn in life. But changes are good changes that are coming. And I hope that everybody else views their changes in life as also being good. At least a lesson to learn, not a lesson to be sad about or don't regret things is my biggest thing. Don't regret things. So yeah, you know, don't settle. Don't settle, my friends. Always better yourself, but have fun while doing it and just do you. (laughs) So without all that vagueness and uh, boring life updates, we're talking about giants again. Yes. So today's giant episode is a lot of fun. I don't know much about Greek mythology, like a little like Greek and Roman mythology. I know a little bit, but not so much. And this episode, we will be talking about the giantess and that or gigantes, G-I-G-A-N-T-E-S, gigantes. <laughs> but giants in Greek mythology, damn it, that's what we're talking about. And a lot of the information that we have on the Greek giants does come from Homer. Homer was a Greek poet and author. 
He gave us the Iliad. He gave us the Odyssey. And he wrote about Achilles, which is one of my favorite demigods. So there's, of course, no better place to start than from the beginning of the Gigantus. They were a group or what I would actually consider it a family, like a group or a family of 100 giants. Their parents were the goddess Gaia and the god Uranus. So Gaia and Uranus had had children before. They've been hooking up for a while. They had the Cyclops. They had the Titans. They also had a group of giants that were called the Hundred-Handed Ones. Kind of self-explanatory, but I've never heard of it before. It really is a giant with a hundred different hands. It looks pretty wild. So Gaia and Uranus have had kids before, like I mentioned, and one of those being the Titans. For those who don't know about the Greek Titans, the gods actually put them into Earth, closed them up because they were actually very powerful and could have probably taken over Mount Olympus. So Gaia did not like that. And Uranus, even though those are some of his kids and, you know, the Cyclopses are his kids also, he really didn't care about his children. And he actually helped Zeus and the other gods put the Titans away forever. And Gaia was, of course, pissed off and very scared for the rest of her children. She didn't want the Cyclopses, the nymphs, the fairies, the hundred-handed ones, didn't want them all locked up. It wasn't her fault that her her having sex with a god made these awesome demigods with even more power than other demigods like Hercules and Achilles. So Gaia, not wanting her children to get hurt, decided to create a plan with her other children to go against Uranus. Story goes that Gaia promised Uranus some booty which is just fun to say Uranus and booty. (laughs) It's really hard for me not to laugh every time I say his name. But anyways, Gaia calls Uranus over for a booty call. He comes over. Things are getting hot and heavy. And Uranus gets naked. But as soon as he gets naked, one of their sons, Cronus, who is another Titan, cuts Uranus and castrates him. Yeah, this guy came up to his dad, not just a dad, but this was a god, his god dad, and castrated him. So this, of course, made him bleed. Uranus just bled onto the earth. Ha ha. (laughs) So he bled onto the earth, right onto Gaia. And that's how the giants were created. From falling penis blood onto Gaia, created 100 giants. This castration also led to more furies, nymphs, and even the goddess Aphrodite. So all the Titans are locked up, and that's for another episode. But we still have these hundred giants that Gaia and Uranus still have on the Earth. Now, the giants were known to have great strength, and they were very aggressive. Not all the giants were in giant size. Some were just as tall as humans, but all of them had like this enormous amount of strength. And even the ones that weren't as giant as we would consider giants to be, for some reason, they were always heavily armed, like heavily armed soldiers, just always ready and pumped to go into battle. Some depictions of the giants 
They have reptile tails in place of where their legs should be. They are frightful creatures with bushy beards. Some have dragon or serpent-like tails also. The giants also caused also caused volcanic eruptions and earthquakes. And there was just a lot of destruction going on whenever the giants were around. Let's go back to Mother Gaia here, okay? Mama, Mama of the giants and titans and other mystical creatures, what we got from Greek mythologies from her. So Gaia was obviously super pissed off at the gods, mainly Zeus, for taking all the titans and locking them up. So she talked with all of her giant children, all 100 of them, convinced them all to go to Mount Olympus and to fight the gods and to get their titan siblings out of their imprisonment. The giants were like, yeah, mom, we got you. Let, let's take over Mount Olympus. We could do this. So when the giants started to move to Mount Olympus, they demolished mountains. Rivers were moved. The oceans rose and shrank in some areas. Legit moved mountains for their mom, okay? So the gods went down, met with the giants, and it started this huge battle between the gods and the giants. And that's what the gigantus mythos and from Homer, this is what it is. It's Gaia wanted all of her children to fight the gods. And they're like, yep, let's do this. And it's this huge battle. The giants were holding their own during this battle. Like the gods actually needed help. They were not getting their ass kicked, but they could see like, okay, we, we actually might lose. We might not win. So the gods needed some outside help and they went to Hercules. And Hercules actually helped the gods defeat the giants. So Hercules, the first giant he went into, and like I said, there's a hundred of them. I'm not going to talk about all 100 giants. That is, that is a lot. <laughs> So the first giant that Hercules went after, his name was Alcianus the Frightful. Alcianus was the king of giants. He was 12.5 feet tall and immortal. Well, he was immortal as long as he stayed in his hometown of Phlegra. Now Hercules was able to shoot Alcimonus with his poison arrows, which made him just fall to the ground. Didn't kill him because, remember, he is immortal, but only as long as he's at Flegra. Now, the poisons took effect and he kind of just passed out. And what Hercules did was take Alcyonius, drag him away from Flegra, and then beat him to death. Yeah, just beat him with a club. And then buried him under Mount Vesuvius. So that's where the giant Alcyonius is buried, is under Mount Vesuvius. And there was also the giant El Enceladus. Enceladus was known for being very ugly. He also had lower legs like a serpent, like tails, but his feet had dragon scales on them. He tried to actually flee the battle from the gods and started to swim across the Mediterranean. But uh, the goddess Athena was not going to let that happen. Athena threw a giant disc at Enceladus, and that crushed him and buried him under the Mediterranean. 
that is how the island of Sicily was formed, was from that giant disc landing on the giant Enceladus or Enceladus. <laughs> There's another version of this story where Athena took a spear and was able to stab Enceladus in the side, which almost killed him, but didn't. So Zeus decided to take him and bury Enceladus under Mount Etna. And it is because of him that there are earthquakes in that area. So either way, either Zeus or Athena buried him and he's either under the Mediterranean or Mount Etna. Probably should have done some Google Maps to see how close Mount Etna is from the Mediterranean because I do not know that off the top of my head. Another giant, Polybutes, he was one of the most powerful giants and actually could have been a sea monster. He was 59 feet tall with poison spikes on his back. He also had a long fish-like tail with very sharp teeth. His eyes even glowed while he was underwater. And as you can imagine, polybutts, polybutes, <laughs> polybutes and Poseidon did not get along at all. I mean, why would the goddess of the ocean get along with this giant sea monster anyways with poison spikes on its back? So, they constantly fought, and then one day Poseidon was actually able to trap Polybutes in a cave, and that is where he's still trapped today. Another notable giant, Asterius, he also went by Aster or Asterius. He was one of the giants of the of the. He was one of the sons of a giant called Annix. I couldn't really find a whole lot on Annix, but Asterius was fifteen feet tall. And he was killed during this battle by Athena, who then used his skin as a shield in the battle against the rest of the giants. So Athena is walking around with this giant shield that is made out of the skin of another giant. Gross and terrifying. Another giant, Mimas, who was killed by Hephaestus with his missiles of red hot metal. Yeah. Hephaestus had missiles of red hot metal. <laughs> or Mimas was killed by the god Zeus by his thunderbolts. Or he was killed by Ares. <laughs> Not saying how Ares killed him, but there's three different gods trying to take credit for Mimas being murdered. One thing they all agree on is that after he was killed, then he was then buried under the island Prochite, which is near Naples. So all of that happened during the battle with the gods. And there's even more giants. There's the giant Pallas, who is known as the goat-like, who was also killed by Athena. Then Ares killed the giant Polaris, and Hercules and Apollo killed multiple giants, Ephialetes, Porphyrion, Pelorius, and Theodromus, the lion-headed giant. Greek mythos, they have so many different versions of giants. They could be six foot tall, but they are heavily armed and they will just mow anyone down. You can, they're like demigods, but on a whole other level. There is even one giant that survived the Battle of the Giants, and their name is Arisoas. And Mama Gaia turned him into a beetle. A dung beetle, to be precise. 
And that actually kept him safe. So we still have a giant somewhere running around the earth in disguise as a dung beetle, guys. I mean, I just think it's great that Gaia was able to save one of her children. And, you know, dung beetles get a bad rap. They do a lot of good for the environment and the ecosystem. So, you know, he's not just, you know, a fly that everybody hates. (laughs) But... I wish I had more information on the Greek giants. It was just so much. Anybody who has studied Greek mythology knows this, that there's so many different versions of giants. You can't just put them into one group or one pile. But what you can 100% say is all the giants were from the earth goddess Gaia and the god Uranus. Or is Gaia considered a goddess? I would consider she's mother earth. Like, let her be a goddess. <laughs> but This is going to be a short episode this week, guys. I got more coming to you, though. I'll try to get two out next week. I might be able to do that. I'm going to definitely try because you guys need more content and I need to know more about giants. Please go to all of my social media. Go to Weird Mythic Podcast on Twitter. Go to Weird Mythic Podcast on Instagram, which is where I'm very active. I'm not that active on Twitter. So sorry, podcast community. I know that's where you like to live, but I love me some Instagram, so go to Weird Mythic Podcast on Instagram, which also has my link tree to websites, merch, and anywhere you could listen to the show. (laughs) Don't forget to go to Weird Mythic Podcast on YouTube. I got my new logo up there, and I freaking love it. And please send me stories, feedback information encounters with anything i want to know if you guys have been seeing any ufos aliens or cryptids lately let me know send all of that to weird mythic podcast at gmail.com again weird mythic podcast at gmail.com bye